turn in your hymnals. Hymn number 46. Let's stand together. We sing hymn number 46. Oh, for a thousand tongues. Zimran, and Jokshan, and Medan, and Midian, and Ishbak, and Shua, and Josh and Jokshan begat Sheba, and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were Asherim, and Latushim, and Liam, and the sons of Midian, Ephah, and Ephah, and Hanak, and Abidah, and Elda. All these were the children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. But unto the sons of the concubines which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac his son while he yet lived eastward into the east country. And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life which he lived. 
and hundred threescore and fifteen years. Then Abraham gave up the ghost and died in a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. And his sons, Isaac and Ishmael, buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar, the Hittite, which is before Mamre, the field which Abraham purchased of the sons of Heth. There was Abraham buried and Sarah, his wife. And it came to pass after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac and Isaac dwelt by the well Lehahiroi. Amen. Our Father and our great God, we thank you this morning for your holy word and for the revelation of Jesus Christ by his spirit. Father, it did please thee, O Lord, to hide these things from the wise and the prudent and reveal them unto babes. Now, Father, we do thank thee, O Lord, that, that you have made us partakers of the inheritance of the saints in Jesus Christ. And through his sacrifice, O Lord, that thou hast made us a sweet-smelling savor in Christ, even as incense. Father, we thank thee, O Lord, that you have made us accepted in the beloved. And now, Father, like Isaac, Lord, give us grace today, Father, that we too may dwell and rest by that well where the gospel is preached. O Lord, that we may be seen by the ever-living one. O Lord, that we may worship you in the spirit of truth and holiness, both now and forever. And now, Father, we do uh, pray for Brother Greg Elmquist in Florida and for the saints that are under his care. We pray, O oh Father, that you would keep them as you promised and, O oh Lord, that you would provide for, provide for their every need. Well, Lord, we do also pray for Fred Evans as he prepares messages in the coming weeks uh, for our sakes. We pray, O oh Father, for his uh, uh, traveling, O Lord, that you would put a hedge round about him. Father, we thank you, O Lord, for his commitment to the gospel. And lastly, Father, I want to continue to pray for Brother Paul Duenas, O Lord, in his sickness and affliction. Pray, O Father, that you would strengthen him, uh, that you would comfort him. To pray also for his wife Yvonne as she cares for him. And now, Father, we pray that through the declaration of the gospel this morning, that Thou, Lord, would uh, teach us, uh, comfort us, uh, instruct us, and encourage us. Father, give us a, a, a heart to receive it and to believe Your Word. And, O oh Lord, give us a ready mind, O oh Lord, that we would bow to it. 
Now, Father, hear our prayer today. Accept our praise and our worship this day because of Christ, because of his works and merits. Amen. like a shepherd lead us. Number 294.
Brethren, we'll turn back to Genesis 25. Someone's trying to serve the Lord. It's always good to be supportive and not critical. Do you know that? Oh, Brother Paul wrote that article one time. Oh, I wish I'd get a hold of it. Five reasons not to be critical. You get listed one, two, three, and four. <laughs> oh, it got me. That was such a blessing. <laughs> How come it wasn't five, Paul? That's being critical, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Genesis 25. Tyler's message is... All unto Isaac. Why? Why? Verse 5 says, And Abraham gave all he had unto Isaac. What a great picture of the Father giving everything to Christ, our Lord. How the Father does all things because of His beloved Son. How in Him only in Him. And through Him, only through Him, are all His children blessed. The whole world exists right now to honor the Lord Jesus Christ, to give Him glory, and to serve His children. You who believe, this whole world is for you. You're not made for the world. The world's made for you. And in the calling of His elect, for His glory, for our good, we get a short genealogy here in these first four verses. Abraham married again after Sarah's death and they had children. Verse 1 says, Then again Abraham took a wife and her name was Keturah. And she bare him Zimran and Jokshan and Medan and Midan and Ishbak and Shua and Jokshan begat Sheba and Dedan. And the sons of Dedan were Ashuram and Leshem and Lemuam and the sons of Medan, Ephra, Ephur, Hanok, Abida, and Elda. All these were the children of Keturah. That's a whole lot of children. He had Ishmael. Ishmael had to leave. He had Isaac, miraculously. And then now, he's had six more children. And they've had children. It's a lot of offspring. But there's only one true son. There's a lot of, lot of children, but there's one only son. The promised son that he loved. I'm getting ahead of myself. That he loved. And that's Isaac. It says in verse 5, And Abraham, after listing all that, gave all that he had unto Isaac. Who's, who gave it to Isaac? Who's that father? Abraham. <laughs> that was his dad. What? Our heavenly father gave all he hath to Christ, his son, his only begotten. Abraham was very wealthy. And all that he had, every bit of it, Went to Isaac. How much did he have? A whole bunch. Look back there in chapter 24, verse 34. Genesis 24, 34. Eleazar was speaking to Rebekah. He said in verse 34, I'm Abraham's servant. The Lord hath blessed my master greatly. And he's become great. He's great. And he hath given him flocks and herds and silver and gold and men servants and maid servants and camels and asses. And on top of all that, Sarah, my master's wife, 
she bare a son to my master when she was old. And unto him, unto this son, he hath given all that he hath. He's given it all to him. That's what Abraham did to Isaac. Who received all this inheritance? When the man Abraham died, full ownership, full governance, full authority over everything he had went to Isaac without repentance. We get that, don't we? Well, this is an imperfect picture because our eternal father can never die in Abraham. Yeah, I know. We're, we're humans. We're on this earth. <laughs> don't chew on the briars, right? When Abraham died, Isaac got it all. And it was without repentance to the sole heir. Abraham didn't come back and say, well, I changed my mind. I think I want that pickup truck back. No. It's done. The work's finished. The transaction's complete. It's all Isaac's, his sole heir. What words could describe or what book could contain a list of what our Heavenly Father owns? Just of what we see. Of his riches. We just looked at that in Psalm 24, didn't we? Didn't we? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. That's just here. That's just the people here. Whatever the, holds the stars and beyond the stars. You know how much Neptune weighs? He does. It's his. He made it. He owns it all. He controls it all. That's just what we can see and comprehend. All the universe and whatever is bigger than that. It's all his possession. But all blessings are his. Not just tangible assets. That's what mankind's worried about, right? What, what kind of assets are you invested in? <laughs> he owns all the blessings. And we do. It's his to, to extend and to give out. In Ephesians 1, 3, Paul wrote to us, said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That's something. That's a wealthy father, isn't it? What was all that the Father gave Christ? That's his sole heir. <laughs> isn't it? The firstborn among many brethren. In John three thirty five, The Father loveth the Son, and hath given all things into his hand. Father loved Christ, gave everything to Him. Our Heavenly Father, given all to His Son's hands. In Romans eleven twenty nine, 29, read, For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. This is predetermined before time began. It shall come to pass, it has come to pass, <laughs> and He'll be forever glorified for it. What was the Father rich in? He gave everything to Christ. What did He have? We know stuff. He had power. Power. And he gave that to his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. We know that, don't we? The Lord gave us that example in the California Highway Patrol. <laughs> you drive up down the road and you see, you see a police officer clocking people. Remember the Lord that controls all things. What a blessing. I'm thankful for those policemen and firefighters and everything else. But our Lord said, Matthew 28, He spake to them saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Power is given to Him. The Father's rich in power of life. And He's given all that to His only begotten Son. He said, For as the Father raiseth up the dead and quickeneth them, as the Father gives life, even so the Son gives life to whom He will. He's got the power to give life. 
For the Father judges no man, but hath committed all judgment to the Son. All judgments His. All powers His. All authorities His. All governance is His. Father gave it to Him. He's rich in the mercy to give that life. God, who is rich in mercy for His great love, wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. I speak not by commandment, Paul said in 2 Corinthians, but by the occasion of forwardness of others to prove the sincerity of your love. For you know that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though He was rich, yet for your sakes He became poor, that ye through His poverty might be rich. This one that all things were given to, the Creator of all, came to His creation. Was made like his creation. Isn't that something? He was made a man. And laid down his life as a man for his people. He has the keys of death and hell. We read in Revelation 1. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. And you and I. Who have been put in Christ. This sole heir that's received everything. We're put in Him and He in us. Christ dwells in us. We're joint heirs with Him. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified together. That's a lot of riches, isn't it? That's a lot of riches. And we get to tell people about that. <laughs> Everything you see, anything you've ever thought, any copyright you've ever heard of, it's the Lord's. The Father, He owns it all. And He gave it all to His Son. His sole heir. And we can be joint heirs with Him. He's put us in His Son. Just as Abraham gave it all to Isaac for his offspring because he knew the seed was coming through Isaac. The Father gave it all to His Son for us. What love? Paul said unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Rich in mercy, rich in love, rich in long suffering <laughs> to usward. Paul said, that's a privilege. I got to tell people that. That hoity-toity man steeped in religion gets to go tell Gentiles. <laughs> he said, what a privilege. What a privilege. All the riches of mercy, grace, pardon, life, power, judgment, authority. It's all given to the sole heir, Lord Jesus Christ, and we're joint heirs. Just like Rebecca, Isaac's wife, his flesh and bone, his bride. It's all hers. If she went out in the garage and took a chainsaw, that ain't considered stealing, is it? <laughs> if Kimberly jumps in my car instead of her car and drive home, I can't call the cops. It's hers. We're one, ain't we? Just as Isaac received all of his father and gave it out as he was pleased, so is Christ the source of all things. It's from his hand we get his daily bread. It's from his hand we're, we're chastened. We're scourged. That doesn't sound pleasant, does it? It's from his hand all grace is given. If you want to get it, you've got to ask him. You need grace for today, you're going to have to ask him. He's the door, isn't he? If you're going to have mercy, you're going to have to ask him.
just as Joseph was in charge of those storehouses in Egypt, the only place for corn was. <laughs> you had to go through Joseph to get it. You're going to have to go through the Lord Jesus Christ to receive life, mercy, pardon, grace. And he doles that out as it pleases him. You need grace, go to the one who oversees grace. Go to the Son. Kiss him. Lest he be angry. He has it in abundance. And that grace he has is all sufficient. All sufficient. Go to him. Go to him. Why did Abraham give it all to Isaac? You see, that Abraham gave Isaac that. That the Lord gave this stuff. Why? Why? First off, that was the rightful son. Isn't it? I got four points for you and I'll be quick. Isaac was the rightful son. He was from Abraham's wife. Singular. Hagar, Keturah. They were called concubines. Now, now, Abraham may have called him a wife. We understand the context of that. But it re- references here in our text, they were concubines. They were paramours. <laughs> Girlfriends, mistresses. That's what they were. Sarah was the bride that God gave. That was the one the Lord gave. And Isaac was the rightful son. Christ is the rightful son. He's the son that was given. Just as Isaac was given. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. That's him. And what happened to that one that was God? That is God. For unto us a child's born. We physically see a child being born. There wasn't a child here. Now there's a child here. But unto us a son is given. He gave his only begotten son. He gave him to us. He's the rightful son. Second, he's the son according to promise. Isaac was. said, and Isaac shall thy seed be called. Singular. That's the one the Lord's been talking about this whole time. <laughs> Since he was 75. In his old age. He's old. He said, you're going to bear fruit. His name's going to be Isaac. It's going to be with Sarah. This is the one that was promised to Abraham. Christ was the only begotten of the Father. His son, in whom he's well pleased. He was the son according to promise of God. And he'll send the seed of woman to crush the serpent's head, won't he? He's the one promised for. He's the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. This is what happened whenever Eve, the Lord said, I'm going to send a seed through you and it's going to crush that serpent's head. She had Cain and believe in God. She said, I got the man from the Lord. <laughs> She's wrong. <laughs> she erred. That's who she was looking for. This is the one promised that Eve was looking for. Christ is the promised son. He's the rightful son. He's the promised son. And the one from the power of the Lord. He's the one that came in the Lord's power, not in man's doing. You get that? It's the Lord's power that brought him, just as Isaac was. This was impossible. Sarah's way too old. Menopause already took place. This ain't, this ain't humanly possible. The Lord had to come in miraculous power and put life in her. Christ was born of a virgin. The Holy Ghost came. And he has... The DNA you and I have. He has mitochondrial DNA of Eve. That's scientific for you. But he's made like we are. That his father was heavenly. What a miracle that is. That's miraculous. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. He's the rightful son. That's why Isaac got it all. That's why Christ got it all. It was promised. It had to go to Isaac. Christ was promised to us. It has to go to Him. It's in power. The Lord made Isaac. (laughs) That would have been what seems impossible. 
God Almighty, the Godhead was manifest in the body. Who can delve into those things? And fourthly, Abraham gave everything to Isaac because he was a good son to his father. He was an obedient son to his father. He was a pleasure to his father. You get rode out of a wheel pretty quick. Do you know that? <laughs> if I leave that to them, they're going to fight each other or kill one another or this one will kill itself or something bad's going to happen if I do this. Well, you don't get it. I'll go to that one and leave it. Isaac was obedient. He was a good son. He was a pleasure. They went up Mount Moriah. Isaac said, we got the wood, Father. We got the fire. You got a knife strapped to your waist. What about the lamb? What about the lamb? He was trained up well from his youth, wasn't he? He wasn't raised in mysterious things and ghosts and goblins. He was taught who God was, taught who Christ was. And they're going up to sacrifice, to worship. That's what sacrifice is. That's what worship is. I went up there and he said, you got the wood? You got the fire? What about the lamb? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they both went, both of them together. They went up together. Isaac kept on walking. You talk about obedience. You talk about believing God. And his father just told him what the Lord said. He believed the Lord believed his father. He went up that hill willfully. He went up the hill in complete obedience to the Lord and to his earthly father that the Lord put over him. And he didn't complain. He didn't pitch a fit. Here's this grown teenager and said, well, he's going to kill me. <laughs> I'm the only thing left. <laughs> All right, daddy. And he laid down and his father bound him. There's a 115-year-old man, 120, however old he was, and a 15 to 20-year-old Boy, it's strapping young lad. Did he fist fight him in the park? No, he didn't. Did he throw rocks at him up on top of that mound? No, he was obedient. Why? Being found in fashion as a man, Lord Jesus Christ humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And that's what we said, let this mind be in you. Ain't that right? Let us run our race with joy. That's what we looked at the last hour. <laughs> How could Isaac do that? He knew the Lord. <laughs> My Redeemer could come to this filthy, sin-cursed earth and willfully lay down his life for a wretch like me. You think I can get up and go work in the morning? You think I can put up with somebody that's a little hard to deal with? I think I'll be okay. That's what we looked at. I, there's just so much here. Uh, Abraham's days was numbered. He had a lot of them. Ain't you thankful we don't know how many days we have? What if we had a day left? And y'all, and we wanted to have a squabble over whatever, parking spots or something. Is it worth it? Well, I don't care about that. Is that my, your fence is on my property line. Keep the fence. I don't care. I'm going to go be with the Lord today. What if we had 10 years left? We might fight over a fence. We procrastinate just like every other human being does, don't we? We put things off. Well, I got time. I'm going to go to the football game one more time. Then I'll, I'll worship the Lord next time. Something's going to be more important than worshiping God. Wouldn't it? No one. And then the shame would come with that. Let us run our race with joy, 
Hebrew writer said, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. Isaac went up a hill. That's a good story for most people. That's a picture of my Redeemer. We see him. We see Christ and him crucified. Take all that weight you've got and lay it aside. And the sin with Dutch so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that's set before us. Put all that stuff out of the way. Run to him. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross obediently with joy. There ain't nothing worse than seeing somebody that's submissive with their teeth gritted. I'll do what you say. That's disgusting. Like, have enough spine to fist bite about it. <laughs> Stand for something, you'll fall for anything. What's wrong with you? but willful submission with the joy set before him, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Isaac sat on his father's throne. He sat in a big, he sat the big chair at the table after Abraham went home, didn't he? He was a worthy son. Christ is the worthy son. For Isaac to receive all of his earthly father's had, he must be worthy. Christ was worthy. He was the rightful heir, the promised son. He was made flesh like unto his brethren by the power of God. He's made like us. And he's worthy. He's worthy. That's the song we'll sing. (laughs) We'll turn over to Revelation 5. Revelation 5, verse 12. Saying with a loud voice, here's what we'll sing. Worthy is the Lamb, capital L. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive, to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. This one that was worthy of the Father, you think he's worthy of our praises? He is. You think he's worthy for us to bow to? Oh, he is. He is, isn't he? Paul sums it all up here in Colossians. Look over in Colossians 1. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. Colossians 1, 12 reads, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet, made us fit, to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, whom hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, who's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by Him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether there be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by Him and for Him. And he is, do, he is before all things. And by Him all things consist. 
and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say whether they be things in earth, things in heaven, and you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you this one that received all, that willingly laid down his life in obedience, went to that cross, endured that shame, bore sin in his body on the tree. He did all that in his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. What riches. Oh, that's uh, that's, uh, that that holy God we offended. Man takes that so lightly. We're so callous to sin. That one we've offended, the one I offended against thee and thee only have I sinned, now I can be presented in his presence, unblameable, unreprovable, holy, <laughs> because of this worthy son, this powerful son, this providential son, the one that was promised. And as joint heirs, what do we receive? Wasn't that enough? What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? What life we've been given. What understanding, what wisdom, what sanctification, what holiness. Put a price tag on that. You can find that at Goodwill. Caused his blood. He's given us these all things. All these things. Being made joint heirs with him. And he feeds those little birds that the first thing on it, they get one day at a time too. When they wake up in the morning, what do they do? They sing the Lord because they're hungry. <laughs> they got enough sits to know where the worms come from. Lord takes care of those sparrows. Aren't we worth more than a couple sparrows? Why don't he take care of us? Back in our text here in Genesis 25. That's for his people. There's two kinds of people in the world. Some of it's close to the kingdom of God. No near. Genesis 25 verse 6 says, But unto the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had. Abraham gave gifts. He gave them some gifts and sent them away from his son Isaac while he yet lived eastward into the east, east country. How, what kind of gifts did he give those that were sent away? Hmm. Doesn't the Lord make the sun shine on the evil and the good? Doesn't the Lord make it rain on the just and the unjust? Many times, the unjust have a lot more carnal blessings than the just do. Isn't that right? Has that always been the case? David said their eyes bug out with fatness. All their kids show up Thanksgiving and sit down with them. They're not causing trouble. They ain't trying to kill them. <laughs> Many times, worldly, it seems that the unjust are blessed more. But don't be fooled. That's not our kingdom, is it? 
We don't war against flesh and blood. We're not worried about the silver and gold of this earth. That's all going to burn up. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. David said in Psalm 145, The Lord is good to all, and he is, and his tender mercies are over all his works. Those not given the heart of Christ, those that aren't his seed, not put in him, not of promise, not of his power, not of his doing, not of his worth, they'll be cast away. They'll be cast away. That's bleak, and, I, and that's not scratching the surface of what eternity is. But what message could I have? Run to the one that's worthy. Like Ishmael showed up at funeral. He just come to church, looked good on a special holiday, didn't he, on a funeral. Run to him now, Ishmael. I can go preach to him. Go beg mercy of your father. <laughs> go beg to hear of, hear of God from him, from his prophet. Run to him. Call on the air. Kiss the son, lest he be angry. That's what we're to do, isn't it? The Lord gave it all to his son, just the same as Abraham gave it all to Isaac. And if you want any bread, you want to borrow a hammer, <laughs> you want a tool from his shed, you're going to have to go to Isaac. And seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Because this may be the last day. Today's the day of salvation, isn't it? Call on him. Run to him. You'll find he's faithful. <laughs> All right. We'll look to his broken body and his blood. Now, Brother Trevor and Mike, if you all would, please come hang out the elements. God in heaven thank you Lord that you were made sin for us Lord to bring us out of hell Lord and save irredeemable wretched sinners to give us salvation to show us mercy to give us grace to provide us eternal life, Lord. Remind us of that, of you. Lord, teach us your way. Don't leave us to ourselves. Keep us looking to you, Lord, in each hour. You are the one thing needful. Lord, be with us. Be with those brothers throughout this world who are in need of guidance and comfort, Lord. Bring about your effectual purpose in your trials that you send. And Lord, in Christ's name, amen.
gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, how we thank you for this, this memorial, what our Lord has done for those whom you have given unto him. Oh, how we thank you for his body, which was broken for us. He who knew no sin took upon himself the sin of all his sheep, died in our place, in our stead. He shed his blood for us that we might be cleansed. Oh, Father, help us. Cause us to look to Christ. Cause us to cast all our hope and all our concern on him. Oh, that he might be lifted up. He might be honored among us. Oh, how we thank you, Lord. We ask these things in his precious name. Paul rebuked the church at Corinth for how they were conducting the Lord's table and he gives them four simple verses gave them good instruction he says four I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed he took bread and when he had given thanks he brake and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. He 
He said, After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my body. This do ye, as oft as ye drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Father, allow us to see our Lord's death. Allow us to see what a perfect sacrifice that was. How accepted it was. His worthiness. His holiness. And the love and compassion for unworthy sinners that were at war with him. What grace. How gracious you are. Lord, thank you for this day. Allow us to serve you this day. Allow us to run our race that you put in our hand today. Lord, be merciful and gracious to us today. And be with us and give us hearts that beg tomorrow morning. If you're so pleased to give us tomorrow. Thank you for this hour. Be with those that you've sent trials. What a blessing that is to us, Lord, to watch the love you put in your saints for one another from afar. Give us that same heart. It's in Christ's precious name we ask it. Amen. Hymn number 217. Stand with me as we sing this closing hymn. Jesus, thy blood and righteousness. Number 217.
I hope the Lord's with you this week. He said he's, he said he's going to be to his people, and I ask him anyway. <laughs> I hope he's with me. Pray for me as you're able. So, brethren, pray for us, Paul wrote. That's a whole paragraph by itself. Uh, and I pray for you. So, Lord be with you. Thank you.